I thought I had my mic off for a second there. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio, your one-stop shop for all things jamming and whatnot. Uh, I'm Captain Perth, one of your hosts um, with the most, and uh, alongside me is the wonderful Timothy, Grizzly Gaming 86 How are you, brother? I am fantastic, Cap. What about yourself, mate? How are you going? Yeah, bloody excellent, mate. Really good, you know. Uh, Monday today. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, you know, respectively, I suppose, within the constructs of what's possible in my life. I mean, living the dream would probably be sitting out on a fucking yacht off the Bahamas, but um, that's not going to happen, Cat, is it? I've just noticed, mate. Now I'm actually looking at you. Is that, dude? You are losing weight. Yeah, that I know. Shirt looks is that like a new shirt or what, mate? No, actually. <laughs> so the other day, right, I had these shirts that I got um, for work, polos, and um, they were two XLs, and um, I've never been able to fit into them ever since I got them through work. And I put them on the other day, and they fit like a fucking dream. So I'm definitely losing some weight and definitely bulking yeah, as well. You know? Are you uh, are you weighing weighing yourself? Like, are you tracking? Look, your not really. Um, my my weight's been kind of all over the shop, but um, I've lost like about twenty, just over twenty kilos. So, well, I guess it's different, man. When you're uh, when you're weight training as well, like you actually end up gaining. Uh, quite a little little bit of body mass as well because you're yeah. building well, that muscle. Yeah, too, absolutely. Right? And the thing is, probably the best thing to do is to measure is measurements, um, like tape measures yeah, totally. um, around measurements waists and, and stuff pictures. like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can see, like, I mean, I can, I can definitely notice it. Like, I've I've never felt this strong probably in my life. <laughs> So, like, it's it's yeah. um, it's you're, you're lifting some pretty big, pretty big numbers there, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's no good. Joke, I, even my PT's like, dude, you're fucking out of control. Like, moving, <laughs> moving up really quick. But the thing is, like, right. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't just go in there and just pick the bit heaviest thing I possibly can because you don't really get the same amount of results from that kind of stuff. I've started quite low with my weights and and slowly worked up and. Um, yeah. Now it's kind of get to that point where I can start pushing some fairly significant weight. I mean, it's not out of control. It's nothing major, but it's it, you know mm. definitely definitely good I, weights. I in actually, my, um, in my opinion. So as you know, Cap, I've just moved house, and obviously, if you're watching on the I Twitch do. TV stream, you will notice that I'm in a new stream room. I'm in a brand new house. Uh, I've moved, but I noticed, man, in the move. Um, my ability to he- carry heavy objects was yeah. significantly better. Yeah. Like things that I knew were really heavy. And like yeah. even with like, I think like with form of lifting heavy things as well. So like oh, straight back. And you know how like, you know, when you you deadlift and you do that, I found myself like doing that with things as I'm picking them up and just like really holding my body straight. Yeah. And it's, yeah, made, made a big difference for me too. It's definitely. really good for you when you are, implementing that stuff in your day-to-day because it's probably your day-to-day that you're more likely to do any damage um just from like you know not picking things up properly or um whatever else but dude you're so right because even like the other day I, i was bringing in stuff from the car and i had like a thing of um like a 10 pack of like soda cans just in my hand 
and just hold, yeah. holding that for ages. And I was walking around at the front trying to do shit. And then I was just like, had a brief thought in my, in my head. And I was like, if I was, you know, like eight months ago, I wouldn't have been able to hold this for that long. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, little exactly, things like that. Right? You don't really think about, yeah. or even 100%. like I was doing the, um, the blower vac at the back and just did the whole lot. Um, and I was like, Oh, cool. Done. Whereas I was like, if, if this was, you know, eight months ago, I would have been in absolute struggle town. I would have needed a nap for two days. It would have been fucked, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. So crazy. But, um, and Grizz, I, I, I understand, mate, that you're not feeling too well today. Nah, well, oh man, like I had a huge weekend between the moving and I did some painting and then I went and got the COVID jab on Sunday morning and then I went and painted like half a house. And at the end of that day, I just felt like cooked out of town. I didn't know what was, I didn't know whether it was the COVID booster hitting me or whether it was um, just fatigue from painting or that. Probably a bit of both. But I went to work today and I got in and and I said to my boss, because I was feeling real average, And I said, I think it's because of the COVID booster. And he goes, how are you feeling? And I was like, it was weird, man. When I parked up at the train station this morning, dude, yeah. I went to get out of my car and I didn't put the handbrake on and my car started rolling oh, back right. as I was getting out of it. I was just like completely <laughs> like out of the fucking zone, man. 100% just, yeah. Like, it's hard to explain. I just definitely, I felt like I was outside of my own body. But yeah, I came home, man. I came home from work early today and hopped into bed and just got a, got like a, an hour kind of thing. And feeling pretty good right now i think uh kind of over yeah. the uh hits you for like i don't know man i got hit by the second second um covid jab and it lasted for about two days i reckon but yeah similar yeah. kind of time frame for this one yeah i i had um i had my booster a while a little while back and dude next day i was snackered out of 10 i got up i went to bed the night of getting it at about seven o'clock which is ridiculous for me i was just like i am fucked i'm going to bed and then like literally just like punk, like yeah. asleep and yeah. then the next day That's i woke right. up and i was just like yeah i feel a bit avo and but thankfully it was a work from home day and i was like oh well you know i'm working from home i'll be right um so it kept working and then by the time i got to about 11 30 12 o'clock i was just unable to function and i just couldn't <laughs> do anything and this like yeah. fever hit me like a freight train just you know straight on and i had to go and have a nap and i was like having like the the night sweats during the day and it was like 40 degrees outside as well it was <laughs> horrific mate it was the worst but got yeah, there right. in the end Go and get your boosters, guys. Anyways, Grizzly, we've got a shitload of stuff to talk about today. We've uh, we just uh, probably the biggest one that I, I want to chat about um, real quickly before we dive into the gaming news is we are going to be yeah. looking at doing weekly podcasts from now on. We're going to try and um, stick to a schedule, um, get these pumped out as often as we possibly can. Um, so get excited for that. We're going to be sticking to around about an hour's length um, and we're going to be trying to squeeze everything within that rather than doing what we did the week before um, with the uh, funky sort of splice in the middle. So split. Um, we think, split yeah, hmm. yeah, the little, the old splitteroo, but I think this will be much better going forward. So, um, I think so let us know what you think. It means the content's fresh cap, isn't it? You know, so we're exactly. talking about the Nintendo exactly. direct and then, you know, it was not two weeks down the track that we're talking about the yeah. Nintendo direct. Well, and we can kind that's of the thing because we, we're going to be talking about that today, and it's going to be the first topic off the off the off the off, cab off the rank. Um, but mm. you know, obviously, that Nintendo Direct happened a little while ago, and, I'm, and probably most people listening have probably had their fair share of this stuff if they get stuck into the podcast. But at <laughs> least you know that going forward, we're going to be doing sort of weekly news. So get that in, yeah. All right, 
I hope, but, I hope um, you've got your backpack yeah. on today, Cap, because I'm going to need you to carry my ass through this podcast. I have yeah, been pretty busy, so Cap's, Cap Captain carries on yeah. this one. Piece of piss, mate. Well, look, let's fucking dive straight in, mate. So Nintendo Direct, um, mm. that was the 10th of February, um, I believe. So, yeah, look, like I said, 11 days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, this, it wasn't too like, long after I, we posted our last one. I, I like. I think that I keep up with the news pretty well, but I did a bit of research today, and there's stuff in there that I had no idea got released at Nintendo Direct. So I'm yeah. sure that there's people that are listening to this that are the same. So we can we, we can tell you those little tidbits, hype you up, get, yeah. get you into it. Well, look, I'm going to sort of cover the uh, what I would say uh, is the highlights. Um, but yeah. uh, if you've got anything to chime in with, Grizzo, if I can do so. But the first one I'm going to go with is uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. You ever played Fire Emblem before, Grizzo? Dude, I played like the Fire Emblem that I think was on SNES back in the day. It's like an, a, 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 a JRPG, isn't it? Like an RPG. Yeah, tactical JRPG, um, kind of in a similar vein to something like Final Fantasy Tactics, if mm. you've ever played something like that. Yeah, the whole some idea the, is kind of you have of the characters like are, in, um, are in Smash and stuff, aren't they? Ark yes. And a few others, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, it is a Nintendo IP, so yeah, they do, they definitely leverage that pretty hard. But um, yeah, I mean, the whole kind of premise of these games was usually like, you'd have, um, you know, different warriors and they have a different kind of like overarching kind of um, type. So I think it was um, like swords, javelins, axes and archers and, and like each one had like a strength and weakness that they were, you know, against other cool. types. So, hmm. um, and then they, you know, go out on a board style thing and you, you everyone exists on a different space and they can move different spaces. And so it's kind of like a game. Of, it's almost like chess, you know what I mean? Like it's that kind of Ooh, thing. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, so this one, nothing like that. Nothing <laughs> like it. <laughs> right. So gotcha. this one's a bit more like, um, you ever played Dynasty Warriors or Dynasty Warriors? Yeah. That was sick. That's where you're like running through and there's uh, like a big yeah. battle and you can just chop people and mow them down. Yeah. Right? Is that, you kind of play like, yeah, like a hero character that kind of just runs in and just chops the battlefield up. And oh, um, very satisfying. Yeah. So I think mm. the whole idea is going to be the next Fire Emblem games a little bit more like that. I think they call it Warriors style because I think that was one of the first games that kind of did it like a Warriors kind of game. Um, but I'm assuming that it's going to have all the classic kind of Fire Emblem tropes and, and you know, the romances and all that kind of shit going on because it's uh, it goes very heavily into that JR, uh, like Japanese anime kind of, um, I don't know, thing. Uh, you know, just that mm. kind of vibe. That's the kind of vibe you're going to get, right? If you, you like that shit, you're going to fucking get it here. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that looks um, pretty interesting. Uh, I don't think it's for me, but um, I'm sure I'll probably watch a little bit of gameplay and... Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it will be for me. Who knows? Um, but amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, apparently releasing on June twenty fourth. Okay. So there you go. Get that one in if you like <laughs> okay. it. Right. Um, and then right. Advanced Wars one and two reboot camp. You ever played that game before, Grizzo? No, never heard of Advanced Wars. No, no. tell me about so it. it. What is this? It? Is a um, a remake of um, the Advanced Wars games. Now, I believe they were on the Game Boy Advance, and that's what they called Advance Wars. Let me just double check that. Oh, God, why can't I find it? Um, I think this, I think it is. Some of this stuff. Cap, does some of this stuff relate to one of our other subjects we're going to be covering later today about a particular shop closing and yeah, well, yeah, to recycle games? 
yeah, through their yeah. system. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so, look, Advance Wars, yes, it did come out on Game Boy Advance. Um, I, I, I assumed that was the case. Um, so the original mm. game is kind of like a strategy game, um, you know, kind of battles happening on um, a, a grid-style map, um, and you have, you know, different units that kind of go up against each other. And the whole thing was whenever you got into a battle, um, the screen would kind of, like, um, uh, part in the middle, and you'd have both of the enemy sort of units on each side and they have like a little mini battle on the screen. And look, I played it very briefly as a kid and it wasn't my copy. Um, I was playing it on a mate's um, Game Boy. Mm. Um, so I can't really remember it too much. Um, but a lot of people are super fucking excited for this. But the interesting thing is, so it's a full remake of the first two games, um, which Ooh. I believe it's going to be a full price um, game. So... You'll get games one and two remade um, onto the Switch, um, and the new graphics look pretty fucking mint. I think it um, they do a pretty good job of maintaining that um, that retro style kind of well, not retro style, but like you know the the nostalgia that you get from that game. Um, so I think that looks pretty interesting. That one's coming out on April eighth. Um, classical ter- uh, tactical turn based action. Um, Tell you what, man, Nintendo yeah. are doing a very good job at leveraging off this, uh, um, like previous game releases and remastering bits and pieces and driving their yeah. income off nostalgia. I feel like, well, I mean, it I'm makes sure. sense, dude. I mean, think yeah, about it, right? 100%. Like, at the end of the day, like, you know, guys like you and me, um, brought up <laughs> on these games, <laughs> and now we have enough money to go and buy all this shit that Nintendo puts out, and every time they. Yeah shovel the fucking dirt out i'm there fucking with my mouth open ready to go just it's straight in here thank you very much um so i don't yeah, know i think um, ultimately... with those pokemon games mate <laughs> oh absolutely yeah <laughs> he keeps buying them <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know i mean the new arceus one's pretty good but yeah so anyways oh, yeah. um advance wars i can get it hmm. in here um now the next one grizzo uh yeah. no man's sky is coming to switch does that blow your fucking mind is it going to be shit? Well, that's the thing. I <laughs> I don't know what the graphic fidelity is going to look like. Yeah. Right? Because that game must is is pretty, you know, intensive on the on the old GPU. So it makes me wonder what they're going to forego with a Switch version, right? Surely. Well, I don't know, man. Like I feel like that game was reasonably well optimized for the PC, and I feel like it wasn't. I need to look at the minimum specs to run it, but maybe that will be a case of. We talked about this last week, though, and you were saying The Witcher is dog shit on Switch. Yeah, but absolutely, it's garbage. Like you know, when won. when you load up The Witcher and you start and the like, you kind of like looking at this hill, and then you see the tree, and there's people hanging in the tree. Yeah. There's people in the tree look like a couple of fucking Minecraft characters. <laughs> Oh, a couple of like polygons hanging in the tree. Uh, Yeah, Witcher 3 Minecraft edition. (laughs) Do you feel like No Man's Sky is going to run decently? Is it it well optimized enough to have that switch across? I don't know. Do you know what I think? I think if if anyone can put enough time and effort into this game these days, I think the guys at Hello Games, i.e. the developers of No Man's Sky, I think they have shown that they're committed enough to their property to get it working and get it up to scratch. So, hey, maybe it might... I I know that I've seen the trailer for the Nintendo Switch. It does look a little bit sort of um, de-rezzed. I don't know. It it definitely... There's been a bit of a graphical hit in there. 
Um, yeah. But I mean, obviously, that's going to have to happen. I mean, the switch isn't a isn't a supercomputer. Um, so I don't know. I can yeah, we'll, we'll find is, out. It is a perfect switch game, though. In oh, terms of dude, like, absolutely. Like, think about sitting in bed and just be cruising around the galaxy at night just yeah. before you're going to have a bit of a sleepy sleepy. You know. Yeah. It's 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 a gorgeous game, um, and this I mean the the amount of I mean they've just they've just announced another DLC for it. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw that. Um, yeah, I saw so that I in think... your show notes. Is that was that part of the um, of the Nintendo Direct? Um, no, this was this was well. separate, um, okay. and it, it looks like um, these guys are showing no signs of stopping. Really, they they've <laughs> got more shit that they want to do with that game, which is nuts. It's absolutely I just nuts. I reminisce for a second, guys. Uh, Cap and I were running a joint Twitch channel for a while called Cream of the Crow Up, and we actually <laughs> jumped into No Man's Sky and put it on like a reasonably hard difficulty. I can't remember what it was. Survival. It was fucking horrible. It was fucking shit. I think we just kind of lucked out with a shitty planet because it was like yeah. acid planet, and you, you, you couldn't you couldn't do anything. You'd just be slowly dying from acid poisoning. <laughs> So, yeah, but look, the um, the new DLC that's um, coming out, I don't know whether it's going to be coming out around at the same time as this. Um, it's like a Sentinel, so you get like a walking companion, like a big mech robot thing that I think you can also get in and drive, which is pretty cool. So if you're into, um, I don't know, Evangelion or some shit, you're probably going to enjoy this game. So, you're going to love um, it, yeah. Yeah, have a bit of a squeeze. But yeah, so interesting. Good to see the uh, No Man's Sky uh, devs just being absolute fucking legends. Um, the, and, the, amount, yeah. the amount that they have like continually developed and given that game love to to bring it from the, uh, the ashes, what was the release of that game, is a real testament to that studio. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, to be able to break through that... Um, you know, obviously when it released, it was a, a bit of a mess. Um, and, um, you know, if you've never played No Man's Sky, it's a, it's a space kind of exploration game. Um, and you kind of hop around all these different planets and, um, you know, investigate and explore them and you can name shit and, um, you know, every planet's different. And you, it's procedurally you know, two generated. Gen- yeah, yeah, exactly. The it. entire universe yep. is, is procedurally generated. So... For them to have come back from the insane amount of criticism that that game got after being so overly hyped is just really impressive to me. But um, yeah, good on it. Hello, games. Hello, games. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, else you got? Uh, what else you got for me, Cap? Yeah, so moving along, mate. Is? Mario Strikers Battle <laughs> League. Now, yes. you know what this is? <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't know if I've ever played it, man, but I have seen the artwork before and I remember really liking it because it's actually quite a lot darker and um i don't know the characters broody yeah it's a bit broody and like mario actually looks angry in it and and stuff well for those at home grizzly give us a bit of an idea of what the actual game is oh well it is a soccer game cap it is a mario soccer game which was first released a long time ago cap you might have to um uh, correct me on this, but was it like, look? I think it might have been on the GameCube originally. GameCube, yeah, something like that. Long, long time ago, but it had a, it had a real diehard fan base behind it. Oh, the people that played absolutely. it absolutely loved it, and it was a great IP. And it's good to see that it's kind of seen the light of day once again. Um, well, but, I'm surprised that it, it, it even did get put out into the light of day again. <laughs> well, to be honest, 100. Uh, um, uh, percent Nintendo were focusing on golf and yeah. tennis and their other sporting ips over strikers yeah. so it's yeah i think it i think it's going to be good i'm excited if there's some i don't yeah. know if there is but if there's some kind of like 
uh, online uh, versus mode, some kind well, of PvP. Yeah, mechanics. there will be. Yeah, so there'll I believe be. the whole idea awesome. is that you can start clubs and stuff up, and you'll have like mates that you can jump into clubs with, um, and then fight other clubs. Um, so it's almost mm-hmm. like a guild system, um, and then you can kind of do PvP, I guess, with those other guilds and um, do games against them. And um, but yeah, I mean, it just it, it looks really cool. I think the whole idea. I think this, that's, this is the thing I like about um nintendo's approach to um sports games because i don't really enjoy playing sports games at all they're definitely for some people that they're absolutely not my cup of tea so if you can cram it full of like power-ups and just wacky art and just interesting shit that's what gets me interested um i think nintendo do a really good job of that you know like the golf and the tennis i mean i'm kind of the same cap even like racing games golf tennis games i've never got into the tiger woods or pga or any of those yeah. uh, those golf games sporting games are just not my thing i'm much more of a fantasy yeah. buff but i do i do really kind of like yeah like you say the the uh the artsy take uh you know a bit over the top zany on sporting yeah. games is, is yeah. i think it's it's great yeah so i mean it looks interesting it's kind of basically mario plus fifa um but mm. probably in my opinion much more interesting <laughs> So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. That's June 10. Um, Moving along. uh, So they announced some uh, a a game mode for Splatoon 3, which is coming out, uh, I believe, this summer, um, which will be this winter for us, I guess, so mid-year. Anyways, this is like a PvE, like, uh, wave-based kind of thing for Splatoon. Um, Splatoon is like a... It's not the PvP... Well, I mean, it'll it, that'll be in the game, um, yeah. but there, this is this has been announced as a as a game mode. So Splatoon's kind of like a if you haven't seen the game before at home, um, it's like a a paintball kind of um, mm. game where you you paint the the map you're yeah. on to try and vie for the most control of, of painted map, and um, your characters like these little squid characters that can zip in and out of all the different paint mm. and kind of swim through it um, and use it to, sort of to maneuver around um the the map so it's quite a, it's got an interesting kind of um, um take on the on the, on the shooting genre where you're kind of vying for map control through physically c- controlling the map through painting it um and then you can obviously use your own paint to maneuver through the map quickly and and do that kind of stuff but yeah so this this um this uh this this mode that they've they've announced um i believe it might have been in splatoon 2 um it's basically a a wave-based kind of thing. So kind of think, um, I don't know, like COD, COD zombies kind of thing where you've got, you know, these constant streams of of enemies coming in. You've got a couple of bosses that show up. I guess you're getting upgrades and shit Dang. per wave. Yeah, so it nice. could be pretty cool. I don't know. It'll be um, it'll be interesting like to see. So uh, Couch co-op game there, I reckon, Kappa. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We could get, get around that. Um, so that's that one. And uh, Gris, yes. you ever play Chrono Cross? You probably could play. I know you would have played Chrono Trigger, surely. Yeah, I played Chrono Trigger. Uh, I don't think I ever played Chrono Cross. Is there is there a remake? Is there a Chrono Cross remake coming? So is Chrono there? Cross, yes, is it, it originally came out? One? I think it came out on PlayStation. Um, I'm going to double check that. Chrono oh, yeah. Cross, um, or maybe yeah. maybe it was, PlayStation uh, One. Mm. yeah playstation one so um it was basically like a more 3d version well it was literally a 3d kind of um well that that was the next step that's basically chrono trigger 2 essentially um obviously very different soundtrack cap 
very good. Like the Chrono Trigger soundtrack yeah. was amazing. Oh, Chrono dude. Cross. Chrono Trigger's soundtrack was fucking amazing. And yeah, Chrono Cross so apparently good. is no different. I never played Chrono Tr Cross, so I'm very excited to give this a bit of a crack. Mm. Um, I believe that it's kind of like a, a high-definition kind of remake, 3D models. Everything's been kind of sorted out, um, ready to go for, for Switch. Now, apparently it's got over 40 different playable characters, Grizzo. Now... I'm oh, pretty sure Chrono Trigger had about seven, maybe, yeah. that you could add, yep. or eight, or maybe a yep. little bit more than that, but um, that you could add to your party as the game progressed. So, I mean, 40 different playable characters in a JRPG um, context is pretty cool. Um, I'm not yeah, too sure how unique they are. The way uh, Chrono Trigger works where, depending who you have in your party, you can do, like, different super moves and yeah, combination which, attacks and stuff. Yeah. So and also that. affects the storyline as well, which is cool, I would assume. Mm. Again, I don't know. I've never played it. so. But, I mean, obviously people are super fucking excited for this because um, very beloved franchise. Um, but the cool thing is, Grizz, it's, it's called the Radical Dreamers Edition. Um, and so this Switch remake's actually coming out with a... Um, a side game that's a text adventure for this particular Ooh. game that came out, I think only in Japan, maybe. Um, yeah. So that's getting a full translation, I guess, and um, coming out as well. I might be talking absolute shit about that. So if, um, if I am and you're listening at home and you're like, hang on a second, you fucking idiot. No, that's not correct. Tell us um, in the comments let um, and yeah, let me know. Please. If I can teach me the teaching lesson. Chat. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And Grizzo, we've also got Portal coming to Switch as well. Both what? games, I believe. One and two. That's the a game that I've been collection. to play for years, mate. I still haven't touched Portal. Pandy's what? Swartz. Yeah, I have never played Portal. Pandy reckons. Oh my god! One of the greatest games of all time, mate. Oh, dude, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Just the way that um, so Portal is like a well. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen it, but you literally have a gun that shoots yeah. portals, and you yeah. you use those portals to sort of go through a 3D puzzle environment. Um, but dude, yeah, that's a. That's a real. I can't believe him played that. It's a classic, <laughs> yeah. absolute classic, and it's great it. characterization. I think it's on Steam, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was produced yeah. by Valve originally. That's right. Um, yeah. So it's a Valve IP. But um, so yeah, um, local online and split screen multiplayer available in this uh, in this bad boy. Um, so yeah, that that'll be pretty cool. So that'll give you a chance to give that a crack. Finally, Grizzo. Yes, keen mate. Now you play it um, here. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, now, we've also got Nintendo Switch Sports Grizz. How excited yes. are you about this? This was one of the ones that I had as something that if you weren't going to cover, I was going to bring up. Um, yeah. Because, Cap, like, cast your mind back to when Wii was released with the Wii Sports. It was uh, it was actually quite a, uh, a, a large event in gaming um, for a number of reasons. It was the first time I feel like a console had shown off motion controls and what you can yep, really absolutely. do with it. Um, and because of that fact, things like Wii Sports was being put into old people homes to get, you know, old timers up and moving and doing their thing and having a bit of fun into schools for people to yeah. uh, increase their ability. And it was quite like a bit of this, like a uh, uh, gaming became a little bit more mainstream, a little bit more absolutely. Like, oh, but cool. you know what? The, the Wii was also relatively cheap as well. Yeah. You know, so it was yeah. easy for people to, to onboard, I think, um, rather yeah, than buying a PS. You know, the PS3 was insanely expensive back in the day. Um, I remember, like, the I think they were like a grand Aussie, um, which, you know, for back Ooh. then, that's, I don't know what that is with, with inflation, but that's that's mm. a significant amount of cash. But I can't remember what the Wii was worth, but it was, it was bugger all. 
I'm a bit curious, Cap. Why didn't they release a Switch Sports earlier? Like, it's I feel like it was a staple of the Wii, and it's coming out now, which is great. Know. Do you think it's going to have the impact that? Uh, I don't Wii think it will. I really no, don't I'm think so. it will. And yeah. the reason I think that is because I think we've moved away from the motion control stuff and it was kind of gimmicky and um, yep. Wii Sports really managed to yeah. leverage that gimmick. But also okay. Wii Sports sort of came out with the release of Wii. So I, I think there's yeah. been too much time since. You I'm know? interested to hear your take on this, Cap, and I'll ask you first and then I'll give you my answer. Do you think motion controls, any type, like physically moving the controller in a certain way uh, will ever have a place in console gaming. And I'm not talking about VR. I'm talking about console gaming. Do you think it will ever be the preferred way of to play a game? Look, I don't think so. I really, I really don't. I, I Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. Like I was playing. Okay. So we'll get, get to this later. I played horizon recently um, and I, I I wasn't having massive issues, but just like with the bow aiming, just trying to hit certain parts on monsters and shit, um, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe if I add, turned on the motion, it might just help me get those little tweaks happening. Yeah. And it just yeah. my brain just couldn't do it. Like it, like I I just either I'd either only use the motion or I'd only use the thumbstick, not a combination of both. So I don't know. Maybe it might be that thing where you kind of slowly integrate the two, but. Um, I mean, for me, being the boomer that I am, um, I don't think uh, it's going to really work for me. I mean, I'll tell you what, though, I liked it in Breath of yeah. the Wild. Did you? See, I was about to say yeah. I fucking hated it in Breath of the Wild. Well, sorry, that's I liked pretty it. harsh. I, I wasn't a big fan of it in Breath of the Wild, but I also felt the time when I was playing Breath of the Wild, I'd be like on the on the uh, train or on the bus. I don't want to be like swinging my head. I don't want to be like moving Well, yeah, around. true. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sit next to that guy on the bloody bus. <laughs> no, you probably depends where you are and what you're doing. But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Absolutely. Oh, I don't think I. I it's a, it's the first thing I check and turn off when I yeah. notice it in Look, a game. I mean, for me, gaming is about leisure, and I don't really want to be expending too much energy. In fact, I'm probably trying to avoid that. So. I don't know. I can't really see it being a massive thing, but um, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Nintendo yeah. esports. Um, it's coming out with Chambara, which I don't know what the fuck that is. I, I watched. I watched oh, the. That's um, the drummer one. That's the drummer. Oh, it is. You're right. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. a drum game. Um, mm. so you, you can do that. Uh, coming out with tennis and uh, bowling games alongside newcomers soccer, badminton, and volleyball. Um, mm. and I believe they're going to be releasing new um sports later on as time progresses including golf and stuff um so that's, that's another thing Chris. It's story, kind of... Cap. i've got a funny yeah. story regarding Hit me with uh it. yeah regarding uh wii sports uh, yeah. and it was probably maybe my fourth or fifth date ever with my wife yeah. i told you this or not maybe? i yeah i have but the listeners haven't heard it <laughs> we were playing we we're playing volleyball uh wii volleyball and um you know, you, you got to like dig it and spike it and stuff. Anyway, Mrs. Grizz was standing right next to me and I was getting ready for her to return the ball to me. And she has absolutely spiked the controller into the side of my head, like as hard as she possibly <laughs> can. Literally put me on the floor. Like, Serious? And I had like an egg on my head. <laughs> and then the whack on it was just like, it was like a awesome. real... Clack. Oh, so what a day. be careful That's when you're playing switch sports all right make sure you put the yeah. safety straps on you really learn what what how people feel about you when you're playing that kind of shit 
That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So, um, anyways, it looks like um, yeah, they'll be releasing other sports and shit. Uh, mm. I don't know if I'm talking shit, but I think there yeah. might have been an option to play some of these uh, sports modes in like a battle royale setting. I might oh, be talking absolute crap, yes. um, which could be cool. Um, and maybe sport. I just made that up. If I did, mm. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe not. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, mm. Now, Grizzo, Mario yeah. Kart Nine. Oh yeah, not yep. confirmed. Absolutely not confirmed. But yeah. instead, we're going to bring out uh, how many was it? Um, six waves of eight courses. So forty-eight new courses added to Mario Kart Deluxe Eight. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, a lot of people were ha- are hanging out for Mario Kart Nine. Yeah, absolutely hanging out. Rightly so. Um, right. Well, absolutely. I mean, they haven't had a, a mainline Mario Kart game since Eight, which came out originally on the Wii U. I think it's a it's a pretty good deal though, Cap. So correct me if I'm oh, wrong. I, I, this I, is I just agree. From what I've heard, yes, I think you can pay twenty five bucks for access to the ongoing release of these, or it can be bundled up as part of that Switch subscription um, model yeah. that they've introduced. Oh, maybe not. I don't think so. I'm pretty no? sure you have to pay entirely for the booster course pass, which I'm reading now. Um, which will give you access to six waves of eight courses, um, which will finish being fully released in 2023. So I'm guessing that you'll get a wave of courses every couple of months or something like that. Um, so I don't think that you get the booster pass as like a something associated with... Um, like, in fact, I'm pretty sure the best part... Uh, oh my god, that is so why okay. Um the best part is that if you have the recently <laughs> released Oh hang on. Okay, I think you're right, actually. Sorry. Yeah. The best part is that if you have the recently released Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion pass bundle, you won't have to pay mm. an extra cent to get any of Which it. is okay. their new one. Which my I bad. think is a bit spenny. I can't remember what it is. It's quite expensive, but it's still it's yeah. it's quite a, it might be worth it now, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean head. you're getting these bloody um shitty bloody um emulated nintendo 64 experiences you know where yeah. you know ocarina of time looks like a pile of shit i mean yeah, you know it's an old game coming, but yeah yeah absolutely but yeah i think um it looks interesting they're obviously putting in um a lot of nostalgic courses um that people will be already familiar with um so i'm guessing that for me looking at this outside inward having no idea what's going on with the development of the new of the next mario kart title is that they pretty much think that that game is a very far way off. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Because I don't know why you'd release something this extensive um, and have another Mario Kart game coming out next year, for example. They must have just had all these courses in the back pocket. They've just gone, well, yeah. let's put these out it makes me wonder and we'll, we might we might be talking about this later on um i hope i hope we'll get to it but um maybe they're avoiding crunch um for the next mario kart game uh and maybe we won't see it till 2025 for example just as a rough date i'm going to chuck that out there into the wilderness um <laughs> and so they've gone okay well 
um, you know, let's push out these courses that we've remastered um, and we'll, we'll kind of do that as a show of faith and get people playing Mario Kart again because um, they're not going to be playing a new Mario Kart game for a while. What do you reckon? I reckon you're on the money, mate. <clears throat> Absolutely. That's why, they, that's why they call me on the money capo, mate. At least um, drips and drabs of content. So just to keep yeah. the... Uh, the that's the new happy. way to go, mate. That's how people do it these days. Dribs and drabs. Look at fucking yep. World of Warcraft, mate. More fucking <laughs> yeah. dribs Destiny than too. drabs. Jesus, <laughs> well, <man>. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, the last uh, sort of major uh, announcement um, that I'm kind of aware of, unless you've got extras, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Grizzly Gaming 86. Xenoblade. Okay, never played any of those games, Cap, so no. I'm going in pretty blind okay. to that one. Well, the, uh, the Xenoblade games generally, they're kind of like, a, they're, well, they're JRPGs, um, very anime mm -hmm. heavy. Um, the original game kind of had you um, play this character um, called... Can't remember his name. Blonde haired guy. He's in Smash Brothers. Um, yeah. He uh, basically a bit of a uh, like a King Arthur story. Pulls the sword from the stone. Has to go and um, destroy these <clears throat> these weird robots that are kind of trying to invade his lands. And um, oh. off he goes to go and figure out what's going on. Um, Dude, but it's all I kind of like technological and, and stuff. Are you yeah. are you looking at a at a thing? I'm just looking at some images, and maybe I did play this on one of the old PlayStations. Was this on like PS2 or something? I wonder. No, so I believe Xenoblade Chronicles One came out on maybe Wii. Ah, these are. And so it was a little bit weird because Nintendo titles have they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. Um. So I, I believe Xenoblade is a Nintendo property. Um. Ooh. But yeah, I believe the first one was Wii, and the second okay. one yeah. came out on uh, came out on Switch. Uh, I, I think, pretty sure it did. Um, early, early Switch title, um, yep. and now three has Switch, been announced, yep. obviously. Um, and Dang. I believe that this game will connect Xenoblade Chronicles one and two. Now I played through most of one, didn't really mesh with two. I just didn't find the characters as compelling as the original game. Um, yeah. So I'll probably do what I did for Horizon and watch like a three-hour movie of stitched fucking video um, <laughs> yeah. together, <laughs> yeah. which worked pretty well for my um, good Horizon idea. Forbidden West. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. I think um, I'm glad I did that for Horizon. I'll, I'll get into that later. But, um, yeah, it's just a good way to catch up with um, with storyline because well, I'm yeah. such a storyline guy, Grizzo. I am. I love story. You are, mate. You love it. Me, not so much. Uh, actually, it depends on the story, whether it really captures me because, I mean, Ori in the Blind Forest, I was literally bawling my eyes out. Oh, dude. What a game. Yeah. yeah. I remember, like, there's probably clips of me on Twitch, like, literally having to cry when the little owl yeah. something happens to yeah. it. You're like... So there's, there's three items here that I wanted to talk about, Capo, as the Nintendo Direct. I'll, I'll keep it pretty quick. But the first one is, and that one that's close to my heart, so the Cuphead DLC was given a date, which is the Delicious Last Course, which is the DLC to the main game. Yeah. June 2022, so oh, there was yeah. a release trailer yeah. for that. Um, that for a bit on stream, and it's just so good, man. The artwork, the... Uh, like just the, the gameplay, um, same screen co-op. It's just yeah. really fun. Yeah. Now you know there's a Netflix quite, show. I don't quite. Yeah, I, so I, re I responded no. to someone on no. Twitter today. I heard that it was, was a bit quite, boring. Quite good, eh? 
No, did you? Okay, I, yeah. I, I heard it was okay, but just a bit safe. Like it just wasn't interesting. Was it super yeah. interesting? All right. I don't know. You know, obviously, like the game kind of has the gameplay to carry it, but when it's just an animation, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is nice, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? that, that's what I've heard. I've watched school. it. It's like the original Mickey yeah. Mouse kind. Of, yeah, but kind of modernized, which is rad. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Next time, that's on, um, on the fleeks. Cap, it's going to be a bit of a topic as we, we move on into the. But there was a mm-hmm. free Metroid update shipped. Mm-hmm. Nintendo yep. and essentially there's an accessibility update. So they introduced a rookie mode, which is a much easier yeah, place with game. And they yep. red mode, which is essentially a hitless one. Hit you're dead. Now it's three different difficulty scales for the game. And we'll talk about it when yep. we get down to Horizon bits and pieces. But I do feel like in general, whether they're retrofitting these to existing games or creating games as they come on, or thought about the accessibility games of being able to provide that experience yeah, to a broader absolutely. range of people. A lot of people um, didn't play Dread because of how hard it was. It was. Last yeah. boss fight is like a grind. Man, if you haven't got more shit, shit you will get crap. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so that's interesting. yeah I've, I've heard the same thing. I mean, apparently the game's yeah. very good. On this, have you have you played Dread yet? Yeah. Oh, you have? No, I oh, haven't. I but I really want to give it a crack. Um, it was just one of those games I didn't get to. I think I can't remember what else I was playing, or um, if something else came out around about the same time. But um, it looks really good. Um, apparently, it's pretty short though, Grizzo. Because I think the whole entire yeah, the intention of the game it. is that you play it multiple times. Yeah, I think you kind of play it yeah. multiple times. Not that yeah. it has different ending, or maybe it does. I can't quite remember, but um, I, I believe it's a fairly short game. And the idea is, it's kind of like I mean, you know, people back in the day when you when you played games like Metroid, you play those games over and over again, dude. I can't tell you how many times yeah. I fucking played Ocarina of Time from start to finish. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of got that kind of nostalgia again, I think. But um, yeah. Very interesting. Now, sorry, what, were you, what, were you, what else did you have up your sleeve? All right, dude. Okay, Cap, there was no Silk Song announcement. Did that surprise you at all? No. Um, did it surprise you? Yes, it did because, okay. yeah, I I don't know. I can't remember when they said um, that they were planning on releasing that game, but maybe they're looking at a delay. I don't know. Mm. Um, I'm very excited for that game because I think Hollow Knight is a fucking masterpiece and also yeah. gotta look after your boys bloody adelaide freaking development team mate come on get yeah. around them um yeah hollow knight hollow knight cap is a uh i would say what would you say what is it called a, what's what's the word a metro a metroidvania i'd say it's a, um, a souls like metroidvania yeah yeah made by an aussie you know, dev team kind of got similar kind of construction yeah. yeah yeah brilliant art style kind of like uh Almost like, uh, what's that? Is it uh, Tim Burton? Um, that um, yeah. not, Nightmare Before totally. Christmas or some shit. Kind of got that kind of vibe, but like bugs, um, but more kind of like artistic and drawn. Um, just an awesome fucking game. Really, really <laughs> well thought out structure. You know? Have you seen what Pav's typed? Crying intensified. Pav, our uh, lovely producer, who <laughs> haven't actually shouted out yet, but uh, shout outs to Pav in the in the back yeah. doing God's work. You, Pav, is a huge, huge Hollow Knight boy. fan. Pav, have you 
did you end up completely 100 and 20%ing the game or whatever the thing is? Did you end up doing that? What was it that? called? Oh, I think uh, I won like now. Uh, yeah, I, I won 12% uh, finished it. Uh, I was, I've got two speedrun achievements left. I'm still working uh, on it. Wow. A man of culture, I see. I love yeah. that game. Top, my my yeah. favorite game of all time. <laughs> yeah. Did you, what so, was, the, was it called Steel um, Mode or something? Uh, Steel Cells, uh, that's a Deathless. Um, I've done yeah. that one as well. Done that one wow, as well. There's a, there's a really there's a hundred percent achieve a hundred percent steel soul um achievement as well. Damn which is, boy, which is going to be nuts. a struggle as well. But I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. So Pat, just nuts. before we uh, but before you go again, we how disappointed are you that there was no Silk Song announcement? Um, Look, I find it hard to be disappointed because I had no expectation. They've they've not given us a like a date at all. They've kept their kept kept the very yeah. quiet on uh, release dates and any I progress. Agree. So I wasn't really expecting it. I was, had a, a few hopes up and uh, not disappointed. Just I I should should have got my hopes up. I should have known better. <laughs> He's not angry. He's just disappointed. Well, maybe yeah, we're exactly. going to get to this in the in the discussion cap around the crunch piece, but. I kind of feel like sometimes if there's no announcement that maybe that is a sign that they're taking their time with the development of yeah, the game to I make think sure so. they give us a good product. Uh, Look, I think so. more and more um, like a lot of smaller development studios are being run by devs who have been in the industry or kind of know what it's like to be a dev and working under pretty harsh conditions and having to pump shit out real quickly. Um, so I think the people are a bit more compassionate towards just, you know, ensuring that people have some kind of work-life balance. Maybe there might be, you know, like most jobs, like there might be some busy periods and stuff, but, you know, some of the shit that, um, I've heard about, uh, you know, certain development studios doing like, um, I think Naughty Dog and, and some others, um, you know, doing like, you know, 70 hour work weeks and shit like that, just absolutely getting reamed like, um so look yeah i'm excited for it but um like pav i think um i i, I wasn't too aware of a, a release date um announced or anything so um yeah I'm, i'll play it when it comes out and i'll fucking enjoy that shit hell okay. yeah baby yep but grizz we better keep fucking moving mate because we've hey. got um we've got a lot <laughs> yeah. of shit in here um yeah. one okay so look i think we're gonna go straight into talking about horizon I think, Grizzo, yep. because yep. We, we've already been talking for a fair many minutes about Nintendo Direct, and we had uh, five topics in here, and we've gotten through one. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Mate, um, we've, got, maybe, we've got enough content for the next episode, mate. Yeah, We're all good. The, the pre-show, we like, Pam was like, you got five to- topics in here, guys. Do you reckon you're going to be okay to get through that in about an hour? And we're like, yeah, mate, fucking watch us. <laughs> <laughs> Next minute, fucking almost 50 minutes in, we've only done one topic. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Horizon Forbidden West released um, on Friday. It is a, uh, uh, what do you mm. call those kind of, an action adventure game um, with a lead uh, heroine, a lead protagonist that takes place in a, uh, in a post-apocalyptic world where humanity's kind of gone through another... Um, kind of um tribalistic um age after humanity was wiped out um and there's all these uh machines that are you know look like animals um in the in the world and there's all kinds of weird and wonderful things going on and um you know weird technologies that um persisted through the uh the loss of the initial sort of humanity and um it's a 
if you played Horizon Zero Dawn, um, a lot of people really enjoyed that game. Um, it's made by a company called Guerrilla Games. Um, mm. I played the first game. I thought it was quite good. I think the only thing that um, I didn't really enjoy with the first one is I found the combat um, to be a little bit clunky, especially when it came to the melee. It just felt a little bit heavy, a little bit janky. Um yeah. Uh, and I think also the first one that um, I, I, I think the 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 side quest content was quite contrived um, and just seemed a little bit shoehorned in. It was just a very uh, a little bit boring. Um, but I got to tell you, Grizzo, I think most of those things have been fixed in this new game. Um, I feel I think like it's a the, f- the framework of the game for the original Horizon was there, right? It just yeah. wasn't quite uh, delivered to yeah. I, to, to probably I, what was anticipated, but I th- I think they did I think they did a good job. It was a brand new IP, um, and I think that they um, they executed it fairly well um, for being a new IP. It's really hard to get people on board with new IPs these days, mm. um, you know. So mm. I, I think I think they did a pretty good job with that. Um, but I think the new game um, Forbidden West, okay, it is graphically fucking gorgeous is it what is the game. what is the yes. water graphics like cap i haven't played this yet by the way amazing guys, yeah really 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 nuts. cool um yeah. dude i i still haven't gotten to like the beach area because i know there's like a beach area and kind of like um mm. like these amazing kind of estuaries and stuff that you can go and look at but um dude just even just the the geographical kind of um expanses that you see and you got these towers and look out into the valleys and stuff and it is just mate it is fucking gorgeous and yeah. I'm, I'm just playing on the performance mode for ps5 i tried both the performance mode and the um mm. the uh, per, what's the other one the resolution mode or some yeah. something yeah um i thought the resolution mode chugged a little bit and i didn't like the feeling of that so i just went back to performance did you yeah and mate it plays as at a smooth fucking 60 fps or whatever it is Ooh, uh, and it is crisp yeah. very very good game um i think the only only thing that I, I hate about it is the fact it's coming out so close to elden ring um because i will <laughs> so probably have to tr- well yeah that's the reason why i haven't picked it up because yeah. i would have had I've, I've had limited time to game at the moment anyway but I yeah. when Elden Ring comes, I'm buying it and I'll I'll play it. I I will definitely go back and play um, Horizon, but 100. Yeah. But it's probably after yeah. I've had my time with Elden Ring. I dare Look, say. just to give you a bit of an idea of, I, I wrote I wrote a bunch of notes whilst I was playing it, um, just to give oh, you a, sort yeah. of an idea give of some of the me. things that um, that I, I think has improved. One big mm. thing that I hated with the original game was the scanning. Now you would scan things and then you could kind of see roughly what you needed to do to kind of work against some of the, the machines, like what elements and stuff they were uh, weak to and stuff like that. But it, it was a little bit um, limited. And then if you wanted any more in-depth information, you then had to open up the, um, the notebook um, manually and find the machine that you're looking for and fuck around like that. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they fixed all that in my opinion. Um, it's easier to kind of scoot through the list of components that these machines have. Um, just for those at home, if you haven't played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the kind of combat is um, these machines have these machine parts on them. And the whole idea is that you try to remove those machine parts with your arrows and your attacks. Um, and, you know, certain parts and machines are weak to certain elemental damage like fire and um, acid and all these other bits and pieces. So um, by scanning you can kind of learn more about the machine, what its weaknesses and strengths are, where which parts of its body um, are detachable 
Um, so it's kind of got a monster hunter kind of vibe um, there. But um, so I, I think, yeah, anyways, going back to the scanning, I think it's, it's, it's really good. The fact that you can kind of see all the parts and scroll through them and um, tag things really, really fucking awesome. Um, I think another cool thing is they've also made it. So when you scan, um, you can see grapple points and, and climbing parts for walls, yep. which um, was mm. a little bit difficult to see in the first one, which um, made climbing difficult. But I will say mm. the climbing is fucking janky as shit in this game. <laughs> I hate That's, it. That, so out of the reviews I saw, that was um, a lot of the, where the missing points. Yeah. Um, do you wish they it's had just... like a freeform climbing? And no, I don't actually. No. I... I think that freeform climbing would um, open the game up too much. And I think that restriction kind of makes you, it kind of adds depth to the game in the sense that you're restricted to certain paths um, yeah. and you can't just climb, uh, climb up walls and go to certain areas. So it makes mm. you think a bit more tactically about the things you want to do, how you want to travel. Um, and I think it also enables you to have some more meaningful interactions with the environment rather than mm. um you know legend of zelda just climbing up a fucking um a you know negative 90 degree rock face um that you know <laughs> you're jankily yeah. fucking cheesing up so question yeah. though cap does the limiting climbing spots make the game feel more linear or do you still no. think there's enough no okay. i think maybe a little bit um because like generally uh you know, you'll go to a point of interest and the way to get to the thing that's in the point of interest is you have to climb. And But they're pretty good about giving you multiple options for climbing up a rock face and stuff like that. So, you know, you'll come to parts where you can either go left or right um, or maybe there's there's one left way and, and the right way goes off in, and forks into two or three different things. So I think they do a pretty good job of making it still feel like you have options. You know, yeah. it's not just one direct, like an Assassin's Creed straight yeah, up. This, cool. this, this yeah, tower, like God so. of War, dude. Like, I mean, that game is is a story game, right? And it's pretty linear in your progress through the game. But yeah, yeah. there is literally one path that you take when you're climbing things, you know? And yeah. that's where you're kind of going, going to. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I think one thing that makes this game shine for me. Now, again, if you are going to play this game, um, it does a pretty good job of onboarding you storyline-wise of what happened in the last game. Mm. If you played the first one, I highly recommend going and watching a good YouTube video of, of a catch-up kind of um, here's what happened in the first game. You will get that in this game as well. It does a pretty good job of it, but I'm very glad that I put the time into because um, I never finished Horizon, so I checked out what happened in the end, all that kind of shit, and I'm glad so the I the story it. flows on, Cap, does it? And the story start... flows on directly. Okay. It takes place pretty yeah, much right. straight after the events of the last game. Does it give um, you a recap in the game, kind of? Yes, like a bit of a, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it does. So it starts off with a bit of a recap. You sort of find out what's going on, why Aloy's going on a new quest, um, mm. and why she's going to the place that she's sort of heading towards. Um, now, again, I think this, jo this game does a really good job of onboarding you, but I actually think the the story in this game is way more compelling. And I think that they pull off the environment and the storyline way better than the first game, because I just, it, it the, the first game was good, but it just felt a little bit stale with how that they kind of introduced the tribal kind of, um, yeah. you know, cultures and stuff like that. But with this one, I really feel like the characters are very, um, 
they're really well done. They're really well there's, characterized. There's a lot and more stuff. supporting characters that are alongside Aloy yeah. for, the, for the journey, isn't there? Absolutely. Well yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's another thing is um, all these characters do. When you get into conversations with them, I have never been so impressed with facial animation technology. Really? It's yeah. insane. Is it, Absolutely is it insane, good? dude. Yeah. Uh, man, we're we're getting to an age now, and maybe it's the age of my PC, but <clears throat> dude, the PlayStation Five is a workhorse. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely, mate. For sure, we were always those. What what are we what are we called? Cap PC gamers. The um, what do they call them? Elite elitists. Elitist PC uh, master elitist, races. Yeah, PC master yeah. race. Yeah, yeah. Well, soon it's going to be these blokes that are like riding along on their consoles that are the elitists yeah. and will be absolutely. There. Well, I mean, yeah. mate. I mean, look, PC will generally always be better until we we finally make that change into the metaverse and everything is cloud processed and we don't even have a computer that lives at our home we just have a netflix subscription to some yeah. computer off in the middle oh, of fucking wherever and, and we just stream all our games but until that day Cap, fucking we're gonna need a new government to redo our whole internet infrastructure for that to happen yeah that or well, elon musk like just gets the satellites cranking a little bit Well, better. you saw what happened the other day with Mr. Musk with 40 satellites going down, yeah. didn't you? Geomagnetic Pandy, Pandy storm. He was saying that his internet was playing up around that time as well. Yes, yeah, probably that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the electromagnetic storm that took down 40 fucking satellites. Um, mm. But yeah, so um, going back to this, yeah, the facial animation technology for Horizon uh, Forbidden West is absolutely nuts dude like it is yeah. it is so yeah. compelling to watch these people have conversations and um you, you don't have that stale kind of um you know game model face mm. um as much some of the some How's of the minor the voice ca- minor minor cast voice acting cast? very voice good acting? very yeah. very good um very very good actually is um, it all voiced is all the dialogue yeah. voiced? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely um you know you might get some text files that you have to read but for the most part you don't even have to read them if you don't want to um but yeah the the game is is incredible so um yeah that's 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 really good i think um um, how was the um technology in terms of like the haptic feedback and uh surround sound like great they do a good job of twitch stream and the audio design in it was fucking unreal the noises and stuff that were coming out of the machines and that was me getting the compressions through twitch as well so that's not yeah obviously when you're plugged into the it's it's amazing dude absolutely amazing even um they they use the controller really well with like um giving you resistance on the triggers for when you're pulling the bow back and stuff i love that man that's yeah it feels really cool um the new playstation controller really really leverages um um those uh dynamic triggers really well so uh, dude look overall um I, I think that they've done an incredible um in, an incredible job with this game i think uh, i think for me probably the biggest uh, upgrade is um is is the is the story and and how well that they flashed fleshed mm. out these characters and the side the side stories in this game compared to the first one are so much more meaningful and interesting um, and you actually want to go do them. You don't feel like you're just ticking off a, a something on your map. Um, so they do a really good job in this Damn. game. I, th- I think they've mm. definitely upped it, um, upped the ante immensely. Again, not perfect. Some of the game is fucking janky as shit. Like the, the climbing <laughs> feels fucking garbo some of the times. Yeah. And like you're trying yeah. to like get up onto a cliff and it, like you can see the next handhold, but Aloy just won't go to it. You're like, what are you doing? Please move. <laughs> so... Yeah, there's 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 things that um, they can work on, 
Um, but for the most part, mate, gorgeous game. Um, the story is brilliant. The combat feels better, in my opinion. They've done a really good job of expanding the weapon and perk system and um, like the character um, progression system with perks yeah. and stuff. That was one thing that I read. I actually just read some reviews today about it. But one thing I read, Cap, was that and with at least, well, I guess I'm not really spoiling it, but if you chose, to, say, for example, to skill into melee weapons, your playthrough is going to be quite different to the way that you approach your battles to someone that might skill into some other part of the tree as you're yeah. kind of moving through those areas. So, yeah. you know, everyone everyone likes to play a different way. I usually like to play the sneaky, like, stealthy, stabby, whereas yeah. if my brother was to play that game, he would 100% be going the ranged bow build, you know? Yeah, and I think absolutely. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool as well. Yeah, I, and I, I mean, the cool thing is, like, all the different, um, uh, like, talent trees um, have different weapons that kind of are tied to those trees, but those different weapons generally are diff better at different things. So I don't know. I think they do a pretty good job of kind of promoting you to try different things out. Um, but I will say one of the big trees to just go and fucking not max out, but go and pump mm. a bunch of points in for me anyway, is the stealth tree. Just, it makes oh, yeah. the game stealth so much better. Good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, really fucking good. But yeah, look, overall, I think um, it's going to get a fucking big nine Captain at, Perths for me oof, out of 10. Nine Captain Perths. Easy. Well, I did a little bit of research, Cap, and I'll have a quick chat. So Metacritic, mate, you were pretty very close. So the meta score was 89 at the moment. And yeah. the uh, the meta the Metacritic, so public, is at 8.4, so 84. So that's yeah. pretty dang high. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I'm really um, enjoying it, dude. I think because I'm such a law guy... I think they've done a really good job of really drawing me in with the story so that it's definitely getting a lot of extra points now yep. um, because I just felt like the first game didn't quite do it for me. But now I'm kind of really into the setting and the, the story and just the way the characters, um, are, what they're doing in game. I, I, look, I don't want to do any spoilers, obviously, so um, we'll refrain from that. But just the storyline is just so much fucking better in this game than the first one, in my opinion. It, it, it still builds on the first game and it uses that as a foundation, but yeah. like just it's it's very, very good. Very good. So, Cap, there I want to talk a little bit, and I kind of mentioned this earlier that I wanted to talk about this, but accessibility in the New Horizon game is like next level. So yeah. I'll talk yep. about it now. Um, and I'll just do a quick little scroll through the normal things like subtitles you can go into and you can change the font the size uh there's four different difficulty settings and then there's also a custom difficulty setting where you can actually tune the amount of damage that you take and um, deliver on enemies and you can tune your difficulty setting that way um, there's looting options so you were talking about knocking certain parts off animals there's a um, couple of quality life things that you can engage there. There's different strengths of aim assist. Um, there is some audio ones. So if you have tinnitus, some of the the noises that the that the machines are making can um, you can kind of soften the blow on that so that people with some hearing impairments can can better enjoy the game. And one that I found really interesting, Cap, is this co-pilot system. And me having young children, that. Yeah is awesome so essentially what it is is um if one person is playing the game you can have another person with a separate controller um, and essentially you can take control um say if you get to a boss fight and they can't pass it or just need a help climbing up a certain ledge rather than you going in. rather than you going taking the controller off and getting them up there it um 
you could basically use this co-pilot system to allow you to do it. So I think there was a lot of thought. And from what I read, there yeah. was actually te- a, a team that kind of looked into this ac- accessibility part behind the game to just to allow it to reach a broader, uh, really broader yeah. scope that can play it and it's pretty pretty clever mate pretty clever. oh absolutely dude i think i think stuff like this only um is a boon to the overall game development um space uh you know i think especially that co-pilot thing that sounds really freaking radical yeah. like <laughs> i like that? the idea of, of that a lot um <laughs> i think i think just what you, what you can do with games these days in terms of um opening it to the um, wider wider audience and, and getting people on board is, is great. Obviously not every game needs to be fully accessible. Um, and that's obviously up to the developers and what kind of experience they're trying to craft um, and, and whatever else. But um, I, I mean, Hey, I mean, the more the merrier that we can get into games like this, I think it's um, and, and, and getting people playing these games. Cause I really, I know we've spoken about this before Grizz, but I feel like video games are such an untapped font of just incredible story and stuff like that, you know, and Absolutely, just, uh, it just mate. blows my Absolutely. mind that some of these stories aren't being explored as, I mean, some yeah. of them are obviously like, I'm, I'm sure you probably saw that the um, Halo's just been announced as yep. a Paramount plus um, yep. series. Um, but Dude, yeah, when, just, did, yeah. when did Bioshock get announced as being a Netflix movie? It wasn't super long ago, ago, but a little while ago, yeah. Um, I don't that think much. story is insane. Yeah, Amazing. absolutely. It'd be interesting to see who they cast in that. I mean, yeah. I, did, I don't even know what I hope kind of it's story they're going to tell. Because I feel like Netflix can go either way. Like they're, yeah. Uh, well, they're generally they're pretty kind of good weird. and they've got enough money to really pump it. I, I suppose the problem is, is like how much money will they put into it? Um, well, dude, there's going to be have amazing CGI and stuff because it's all like underwater and like, yeah. stuff, isn't it? It's pretty nuts. I mean, it could it? be really cool. I mean, uh, the coolest thing about Bioshock for me is just like that kind of 1950s-ish yeah. oh, era so kind creepy, of dude. Um, architecture in the dark and like, you know, underwater. It's just, it's mm. so freaking cool. It'll be interesting to see what they do for that. I think it's going to be really freaking rad. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah. Look, um, if you if you Grizz, you got to you got to give um, Horizon Forbidden West a crack when you yep. get a chance. Mate. I yeah, and like now I've settled into this house and I've kind of got a few things squared away. I think I'll I'll I'm actually probably going to start streaming, which is pretty cool. A, a couple nice. of times a week, maybe pick that yeah. back up. Now I've kind of settled in. Um, I've well, you're busy Mondays, mate, so don't fucking lock that in. Busy Mondays, but I'm going to do some um, <laughs> Elden Ring cap. I'm pretty keen to play some the Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. I'm so excited. Yeah. I took I took Friday off work. Did you? Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. ready I've got to go. a paddle to Rottnest, mate. I've got to paddle 18 kilometers on Saturday. Is, so. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. It's eight, bloody 18, 18 kilometers. Yeah. Just chuck a sickie on Friday and play Elden Ring instead. Just catch coronavirus, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go and hang out at all the major pubs in the next few days, mate. You're sure to get it. <laughs> Seven um, days Elden Ring, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> look, Grizz, I think we look, we, we, we're probably pushing it a little bit with time, but I'd love to just really quickly yeah. smash together a little um, retrospective for Lost Ark oh, really yeah. quickly. Okay. Yep. Just yep, some yep, real, okay. real fucking. Um, all right. So, quickly tell us what it is. Okay. Explain right. it. So, and right. then Lost I'll explain Ar- it. <laughs> we'll see how close <laughs> our explanations are. Lost Ark is a amalgamation of an action RPG and an MMO in in my mind. Uh, yeah. So it kind of looks and feels a little bit like Diablo, where you have set skills in a skill tree um, that's 
sitting in an MMO world. So when you're out in the wilderness, you will find people. Um, it was released, I believe, uh, what was it? It's been around for a while, Cap, has it? But it was recently a free-to-play on Steam and released um, to the masses. Um, I just want to say yeah. it has like a crazy following on Twitch. Like people are really getting into it and loving oh, it. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, look, I think, I think it's definitely got... Um, I don't think it's got legs, but I think it's definitely got enough draw to keep those people who are interested in this kind of game very yeah. interested. Um, it's a, we should probably mention that it's a free-to-play MMO, yeah. um, but there's a beautiful. lot of shit you can buy in that game. And it's it seems like it's quite pay-to-win as well, which is kind of... Yeah. for I, I, My MMOs, I like there to be a bit of um, reason to play them, um, not to just go and pay money to be the very best that no one ever was. So it kind of disappointed me a little bit when I kind of found out a little bit more about how much I could buy to get ahead in that game. Can um, you? But I, I didn't will say, that. yeah, I, I'm not too sure on the specifics, but I was I was listening to a another podcast just saying that the game is very pay to winny towards the end game. I mean, um, obviously there are things that you can get um, that are you know you have to earn. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that you can sort of make that um, that trickle a little bit easier. But look, I think for me, Grizz, um, no, give, I really enjoyed take, the combat. Cap. I really mm. like the combat. I think the combat's really nice. It feels really good. It looks really nice. But the the story is fucking garbage. It is shit. It is <laughs> fucking pathetic. The voice acting is so fucking shit. It is horrific. Um, and it just made me like... Because the problem was, I really feel like this game's going to start at the end game. But I don't want to play the mid game or the early game. Hmm. So, but I, I do like what they're doing with the combat. I think the combat feels really, really good, like really raw, and um, the abilities feel really fucking good. But fuck, mate, it, just the oh man, the storyline is just fucking garbage. Cap, I feel Absolute the exact garbage. same way. And actually, I, I, I thought to myself. Like I, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick this out and get to the end game because that's where the game starts. And then I actually found myself thinking about that, going, why would I play something that I'm not like? I was just like skipping through all the quests, and then I was getting yeah. pissed off because I had to go and get some like roses for some chick, and I was just like, and I just like it was just the the yeah. the storyline and the quests just weren't. I felt, maybe Meshing. if I was like younger and I had heaps of time. To play, just sink into games and like, that's another thing is i was thinking about this in the car and, and i thought the same thing i was like if i had time to dump in this game i think i'd probably be pretty stoked but i just don't yeah. and i don't want to spend all that time to try and get to end game you know um <laughs> well um so cap I, i've done this again i'm only going to do two and they're very quick reviews but i've got two reviews here and i want you to guess the score these are from metacritic um, all right, first one, uh, a feast of boring stories and simple quests interface like a mobile game. The characters all look the same, so it's fatal not to be able to tell them apart. One thing that did <laughs> piss me off was that I couldn't zoom into my character enough and like look yeah. around like WoW does. You can like, look around and like, you know. Yeah. Do you know what another you- thing is, Grizz, is like going on to that, and I agree, but and, and, and obviously that comes down to like trying to like feel – um, uh, invested in your character, right? Because you want to see that character um, progress over Dude, time. The character, as... the character creation was fantastic. I don't know how long yeah. you spent, but I like tried to make it a mirror image of my wife, the red yeah. hair and like everything. And, and yeah. I, I was like, man, she looks good. She looks good. Yeah. Like, but the problem is, is, like this. This is one of those. It's like a. It's it's a looter game, 
but I feel like you just never get any like all all of the shit you get is just reskins of the same yeah. shit you're already well, wearing. That, that was one thing that pissed me off big time, yeah. Cap, is that like I was finding all this gear upgrades, clicking it on, but it didn't change the look of my character at all. So I yeah, and you're like, oh, I didn't did have that any like. Going? Yeah, exactly. I didn't have like that endorphin of like, oh fuck yeah, I've got this sweet. Yeah, like oh look at those shoulders. Yeah. Oh, look at those. Maybe that'll that happen shield. later. Later down. Well, the track, maybe, but know. again, Grizz, like I want to feel like that now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to put fucking sixty hours into this shit main campaign, and then be <laughs> like, oh, okay, well here we are. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. Look, one thing I well, will say is I did the yeah. dungeons in that game, and I thought they were very fun. I thought the dungeons were yeah. very fun. The bosses. Were and great. if that's the kind of end game content you're going to be doing, I, I think I could see myself playing in that game. But I just don't have the time. I literally. It just has don't a have user score cap of four point four out of ten. That doesn't surprise me. Look, do you know what another thing is, dude? It is just, it is just this fucking like duct tape, nuts and bolts, fucking game of menus and fucking weird systems as well. Like you're learning about all these weird systems that are going on, like. Um, like building character rapport like you would in like oh, yeah. a... And it's just it's just so useless. It's just like, why am I having to do this? Um, mm. But yeah, look, overall, I think the game like had a lot of potential for me, but I just think it failed so hard to keep me interested or wanting to get to the end game, which I assume is where the game begins. It's a free-to-play. So you, yeah. you have a PC and you have no games. You could just, just go and part- pump that. Just pirate something decent. Don't play a fucking Lost Ark. <laughs> Chris, we don't say it on this, on this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. That's Lost Ark. Um, real quick fire round. Uh, Cyberpunk releases its 1.5 update uh, now available on uh, next-gen consoles. Um, notable changes, Grizz. NPCs will now send you nudes. Oh, baby. Yeah, baby. Show me Us those picks. pixelated titties. But um, they... yeah, so there you go. That's great. I like that. Yeah. So um, romance is more fleshed out, so you can do some cute things, you know, hang out in bed and just chill. Cap, the big Um, question, is this going to make you go and play the game? Do you know what? I think I'm getting close to... I mean, I've got a copy of it. I've just... I installed it. I saw the reviews come out, and Mm. it was basically hot garbage, and I just went, I don't think I'm going to play this game. Here's my take on it. I think if you reset your expectation of the game because I think it was marketed as a groundbreaking fucking amazing yeah. game that is going to like literally be change the everything. best game. Change everything. And it just isn't really that for me, you know? And I feel like The Witcher did that. When that came out, that was like, whoa, this is pretty, this is fantastic. And yeah. Cyberpunk didn't didn't hit it. So I think if you yeah. reset your expectation of the game and go in thinking... um I'm just going to give this a go and and go in as a fresh slate, maybe. But yeah, yeah this, this doesn't I think, I mean, me, put it that way. I, I can't see many people being able to reset that expectation because of how hyped this game was. I mean, this was the this was the next like iteration of the No Man's Sky hype train, dude. Yeah, it was absolutely. it was nuts, absolutely yeah. nuts. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, you can play it on next generation consoles now, but um, since they've released the new update. Uh, PS4 owners of the game who use a disc to play the game can't play the game anymore because it broke um, the game. So there you go. So, <laughs> well, uh, I wonder you can't this get will be, is this something potentially capped that maybe PlayStation will look to put on their uh, their subscription-based 
I feel I just kind of I don't know. I feel like Tell you what, mate, if if I fucking started a subscription model and my fucking draw card was Cyberpunk fucking twenty seventy seven, I'd be fucking reevaluating all of my fucking business goals, mate. I'll tell you that much for free. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, so that's that's now available. So um, go on, fucking grab that. Uh, Nintendo plans to close its 3DS and Wii U e-stop or stores. Um, oh so if there's God. any games on there that you want to have on your, uh, re- uh, you know, relative console, either your Wii U or your 3DS, and you want to keep that yeah. on there forever, go and yeah. do it ASAP because that's and, those storefronts uh, about to close down. This is kind of what I mentioned to you before, Cap. But I feel like. Over time, Nintendo has slowly pulled off all of their successful, popular games off those earlier consoles that they're potentially no longer going to be supporting the store for and pushing them onto things like the Switch. And of course they are. They're going to resell it. it makes, it's a fucking smart business decision because, like, these, of course you're going to go and rebuy them. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. And I mean, I would rather play those things on my Switch than go and get my fucking crusty old Wii U out of the <laughs> back shed and, and yeah. you know, peel off the films of moss and dirt off the fucking mm. play button on my Wii U and and, and charge her up. You know, I'm, I'd, I'd much rather have it on my Switch. Um, and of course, they're going to charge you again for it. Well, the issue is you're going to buy it again, aren't you? Half the games that come onto Switch, like the Nintendo 64 ones, play like dog shit. The Super Nintendo yeah. ones play like dog shit too. Like you could not play oh, of course Kaizo. They do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You could not play Kaizo on, on Switch. There's no way. Yeah. But I think the big thing for this is, and a lot of people are talking about it, um, is obviously it's a business decision. Keeping those storefronts up um, costs money. And of course, they're going to drop them down makes a lot of sense from a business perspective but the problem is um people are complaining about game preservation so there's about a thousand titles or so between the two storefronts that will be inaccessible um once those is this if people own the digital copies of those games they can no longer play well some games are only available digitally on those storefronts so the only way for you to play those games legally would be for you to get a copy through those storefronts um Mm. So, yeah, look, again, this is like a question of game preservation. But, look, I mean, it's Nintendo. This is what they do. Um, this is what a lot of businesses do. Um, they want to save the Spondulis, baby, and they will do whatever they can to save them and make more money. And most people do that in their lives. Um, yeah. Not everyone's a charity, unfortunately. I do, I do think preservation of history and whatnot is important, and it would be nice if Nintendo was a little bit more conscious of that. But, um, look... Mm. They just they're there to watch the dollars go ding 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 ding. That's it. It's wasting um, money so having yeah. those stores sitting there open. They obviously have infrastructure and stuff, and probably oh, exactly. someone's it's... job to decode it when shit goes wrong and everything else. And... Yeah, exactly right. And I mean, they obviously get to the point now where they're like, "This is not worth the time anymore," and yeah. you know, we're not making any cash off it. So, I mean, I'm sure um, there's metrics that sit behind this cap where they look at how many units they've sold on those consoles, and you know, there's a financial decision there that it's just not worth their buck to keep them keep them going oh. to. Absolutely, mate. So, um, yeah. So, like I said, if there's anything on there that you want to um, preserve, uh, make sure you do so before they go down. I don't know when they go down. I'll let you fucking research that. Uh, Finally, Elden Ring this Friday, Grizz. Oh, my God, man. The Elden Um, Ring. I don't know if I I have ever been this excited in anticipation for a game. Yeah. I know. In a long, and I'm kind of like, now time, we've just been talking about cyberpunk and now I'm just like, shit, don't be shit. <laughs> <laughs> like everything that I hear about 
like I, I saw, and this is not spoilery, but like people that have played the the beta, the beta and stuff like that for Elden Ring have like nothing but good things to say about the game and how yeah. excited they are for the full release. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, th- I think it's going to be good. It's um, from software, a real solid developer, and the fact that they've had uh, George Double R Martin um, collaborate on the story, I think it's going to be really fucking cool. Um, I'm so fucking ready, and next Monday we'll have a bit of a, re- of a review for oh, you, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, so man, I'm going to have um, very limited time that. to play it, but I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah. Even if you just load it up into the first area or something, and then we can have a bit of a chat yeah. about some of the the outstanding stuff but just quickly uh pc system requirements the minimum system requirements absolute minimum dude 12 gig of ram minimum it's fucking insane man since like i run 16 gigs in this and like i i i'm so glad i've got a playstation 5 absolutely (laughs) i I was thinking the exact same thing i would not be able to stream and run this game at the same time it just wouldn't happen no way no, me so neither. what is it, dude? Um, what what what's going to be? What's so ram hungry? Is it the open open worldiness? Is it like? Oh, the, dude, I'm not knows. too sure. I think um, they've definitely pumped up a lot of the textures and stuff in these in these games as time's gone along. I think yeah. um, you know, the, <laughs> this is just this is just reality. Uh, time moves on, and you need to keep your PC um, topsy turvy, oh, mate. Well, I need to upgrade, Brad. <laughs> you need a new PC, Cap. You need a new PC. Yeah, I do. Too. Yeah, if anyone knows anyone selling a brand new pc for fuck all money with hell good stats let me know (laughs) um but yeah so anyways guys i think that's pretty much it for us we've we've gone well and truly over the time but um enjoy Mm. this longer episode of ogre um you can probably expect them to be a little bit more uh less bite-sized than usual uh, than this one uh going forward since we had kind of two weeks to kind of compress into one week so this one's going to be a little bit bigger than usual but um we're going to be moving into our weekly recording schedule every monday you can find us here on twitch.tv slash uh what is it oceanic gaming radio all one word you can find us on twitter look up oceanic gaming radio you can find us uh on the streets um Mm. fucking you can find us if you look real hard Go um, look just in your it. show notes. If you're listening to this yeah. in whatever way, get in the show notes, click on that link, and come say good day. Pav, did you change your shirt? No? Okay. I swear you did. You did, you didn't did. you? Now you're lying you to did. us. Was it, were you naked with the camera off, mate, or what? Now you've just gone and got dressed. What's happened? <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're going to wrap this one up, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go and interact with us on all the socials. Leave us a comment. If we said anything stupid, let us know. Anything wrong, we'll correct it on the next episode, maybe. Um, And, um, yeah, we'll see you next time, Grizzo. As always, a pleasure. Pavlich, we love you, baby. And, uh, yeah, we'll be here next Monday and releasing as a podcast sometime after that. Hell, yeah. Catch you later, legends.